let them not just be mere words the Lord is looking for somebody that is truly desperate the Lord is looking for somebody that is truly hungry this is your night for an encounter but you need to position yourself as one that is desperate as one that is hungry for an encounter of victory for an encounter of a an encounter of God, somebody that knows you have come to your place of encounter, lift your voice and pray, lift your voice and set your heart ready, lift your voice and set your expectations ready, lift your voice and position your faith ready, because tonight God is taking you to your place of victory, tonight there's a release of your victory coming, I can tell you there's a turnaround coming in your life tonight. You better position yourself ready. You better open up your heart to what the Lord is about to release to you tonight. Somebody that can pray in the spirit, just pray in the spirit right now. The heavens are open over this gathering. And if there's anything the Lord will do, it is to give you your victory. If there is anything the Lord is about to do, is to change your story, to shift you from a place of limitation to a place where you are unstoppable, from a place of perseverance to a place of victory, from a place of shame to a place of glory, from a place of guilt to a place of freedom. If you can pray in the spirit, just take a moment and pray. Shaba la kaya la rababos. Sheba kaya la rabas senelebebos. Elemanda la rabas senelebebos. Mamreda kaya la rababos. Hola rabas shandelebebos. Mamreda kaya la rabas senelebebos. He's here for you tonight. You better make it all about him because he's here for you tonight. Doesn't matter what you've endured, it doesn't matter what you've persevered. Your testimony is about to be released. Your victory testimony is here. You have come to a place of encounter. You have come to a place of a God that is bigger than your circumstances. The God that's bigger than your limitations. The God that's bigger than all that you've persevered this year. The God that's bigger than your challenges, than your pain, than everything that you want to be lifted off you tonight. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is the moment. If there is anything the Lord can do to us tonight is to give us victory. And I need you to be ready. I need you to be expectant and know that it is your moment to be ushered in your season of victory. Your ultimate place of victory. God is about to glorify himself in your life. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Some of you, the Lord has already gone ahead of you. There's a shift already happening right now. You are here in this auditorium and God is taking care of your matters. God is settling every pending issue concerning your victory. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and we honor you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Whilst you are standing, I need you to give the Lord a clap offering that represents your readiness for victory. Is that the best you can do to announce that you have come to encounter victory? Is that the best you can sound for your enemy to know that your victory is unstoppable? That no matter what you have gone through, your season of victory is at first night and first day of the Jesus Revolution Global Youth Summit 2020. How many know that the Lord loves them? I don't know about you, but how many know that the Lord loves them? You know the Lord loves you so much that he kept you well in 2020 so that you can come to the Jesus Revolution Global Youth Summit. You see, God doesn't take you to places where you have no business there. So as far as you must be concerned, you have a package of victory in the summit. So I need you to be ready. I need you to be positioned with expectation and faith and know that you are not walking out of 2020 empty-handed. I said you are not walking out of 2020 empty-handed. Anything is possible. Help me announce to your neighbor, anything is possible. In fact, let's say the right English. Everything is possible. You know you could have waited for something for a long time. 
and you are thinking 2020 is about to hit end but remember everything is possible i saw something on facebook that somebody got engaged on wednesday how many saw that no on whatsapp i saw somebody was engaged tobias chipeta you know and masapula you, you are busy saying no the year has ended you're just waiting to eat rice and chicken on christmas others are busy buying rings so let me tell you it's possible that over the weekend you can be caught for a job interview it's possible that by monday you have an email of your scholarship it's possible that before this service ends you might be engaged just compose yourself properly right now compose yourself because you don't know who is next to you are you ready for tonight are you ready for tonight i want you to welcome everybody that is joining us online from all across the world Welcome to everybody that is with us. Virtually, you are welcome from all the various locations where you are joining us from. And we trust that God will encounter you with an encounter of victory in the name of Jesus. Tonight, we are privileged to have my favorite people all the way from the city of revival. Neighbors, you know, we are privileged to have our neighbors. There's Lusaka province and then the central province. Why, why don't you celebrate the presence of Reverend Oscar Mumba in the house tonight? The man with so much passion and fire. Day. The summit. The summit is starting today. He calls me, and I was expecting him to arrive today because Kawa is just here. He calls me yesterday and says, I have arrived. That's how serious, you know. So you know this year's camp is, I mean this year's summit is very different. It's not a camp, it's a summit. So during the camp we have delegates. But because we have to adapt to the COVID uh, pandemic, we don't have delegates. So the only delegate we have is Reverend Oscar Mumba. <laughs> so we are so grateful to have him and he'll be speaking to us in one of the sessions during this summit. But tonight, Joshua generation with Jesus joy I want us to make welcome the man that God has set apart to launch us out into our season of victory tonight senior pastor from Mount Zion Christian Center Jesus Revolution Global Youth Summit 2020 help me welcome Reverend Bruce
I don't know if you know the song. There's a song I'm not, I'm not a singer, but it says he made a way. When my back was against the wall, and they thought that it was over, he, he made a way. Anybody knows that he, hey, I wish I had a witness in this house. He made a way. He made a way. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Help me to appreciate Reverend Oscar Mumba one more time. Come on, let's appreciate Reverend Oscar Mumba. I love you, sir. I thank God for you. You are a blessing. I, I wish I'd known you in Lusaka this long. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Let's appreciate Pastor Benjamin. Come on. Let's appreciate Pastor Benjamin. Man of God, I love you. I thank God for you. I celebrate you. Thank God for what you represent, what you are, what you're doing. It is because of you that the kingdom of God in Zambia is better. Come on, one more time. Let's appreciate. Pastor Jonathan. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody celebrate. Mam Ruti, we thank God for you. Welcome home. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate. Pastor Jonathan with his lovely wife. Come on. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Please, if you can, I know you're, you're, you're practicing social distance, but you can shout to your neighbor. Tell them I've got business tonight. That was the wrong neighbor. Tell the other neighbor. Tell them I've got business tonight. I don't know how your 2020 has been. But before it ends, I've got business tonight. I need to settle some things. I need to pack some things. I need to accomplish some things. I need to establish some things. Come on, shout and say, I've got business tonight. Hey, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. While you're standing, Matthew chapter 21. While you're standing, Matthew chapter 21. While you're standing, Matthew chapter 21. Hallelujah. Play, don't stop playing. Play softly for me, please. You will stop when I tell you, but for now, let's go together. Are you there? We read 11 verses from Matthew chapter 21 together in consent or the count of three. Help me read everybody from verse one. Matthew chapter, thank you so much. Matthew chapter 21 from verse 1 to 11. From verse 1 to 11. Thank you. Everybody on the count of three. One, two, three, go. Saying to them, go to bread of life ahead and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her coat by her and tie them and bring them to me. Next verse. If anyone says anything to you, tell them that the Lord had need of them and he will send them right away. Verse 4. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a cart, the fowl, 
of a donkey. And the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the coat and placed their coats on them. And Jesus, a very large crowd, spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stared. <clears throat> Amen. Indulge me again to read a similar uh, writing now, taking it from Mark, Mark chapter 11, if you can with me. Mark chapter 11, just out of emphasis, just out of emphasis, there's some things I'm hoping we can glean from Mark chapter 11. The first four verses, first four verses of Mark chapter 11, are you there? The, I'll read in your hearing, the Bible says, Mark chapter 11. Verse 1, the Bible says, And when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany, the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go to Bread of Life, to the Jesus Revolution. It says, You will find there, as soon as you enter, you will find a coat tied on which no one has sat on. Loose it and bring it and if anyone asks to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it. Immediately, he will send it here. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Before you sit down, please shout and say, I want my victory. I'm not sure who that one is for. I'm not sure who I'm speaking to. But someone needs to make a declaration and say, I want my victory. Now, before you sit down, look on your left and on your right and tell them, I'm praying for your victory. I'm praying for your victory. I am praying for your victory. I am praying for your victory. Come on, be seated in the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. You all the time is not blessing me. It's okay. I said, God is good. All the time. Amen. Thank you for playing, but I need to come and get you at some point. And you don't play this for me afterwards. You know the one you play for me? Amen. Huh? Imagine you have been imported into Noah Jones's church. So when I call you, hey, hey, you come to that level. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beloved, I want you to understand that the language of God is the language of prophecy. The language of God is the language of prophecy. Now the difference between prophecy and a lie is that a lie is a statement that is not true. Mahalaga share. Say that a lie is a statement that is not true. Prophecy is a statement that is not yet true. So the difference between a lie and a prophetic word is that when you say the two, they can appear to be a lie. 
But the difference between a lie and a prophetic word is that a prophetic word requires time to become truth. Okay? If I say you are rich, I may be lying because you are not rich. But if I'm prophesying that you are rich, it may appear to be a lie. But when you give it time, what was a lie becomes the truth. Am I talking to somebody? And so it requires discernment to begin to understand the difference between a lie and a prophecy. A lie is a statement that is not true. While a prophecy is a statement that is not yet true. Tell somebody it's not yet. Tell the other person, tell them it's not yet. So when I say you are a manager in your organization and you are a clerk, if I'm saying it as a statement, you can say it's not true. But if I'm prophesying, it's a statement that is not yet true. After some time, it shall come to pass. Amen. The language of God is the language of prophecy. Now, the language of God, you see, the Bible tells us that it is not what God says, it's what God speaks. He speaks the language of the things that are not as though they already are. So when God begins to speak, he speaks as if you've already arrived while you're starting off. When God begins to speak, he speaks as if you're already healed while you're sick. When God begins to speak, he speaks you are blessed while you are still struggling with a curse. Because the language of God is the language of prophecy. And that's why we are told in that place in Joel, let the poor say, I am. Let the weak say, I am. You are weak, but you declare the language of God and say, I am. Why? Because the language of God is the language of prophecy. Now, when God speaks via a prophetic word, it is important for you and I to understand how the anatomy of a prophecy works. Because many people will hear a prophetic word and will wonder why a prophetic word is not coming to pass in my life. That one was prophesied. Things are happening. Me, I received a prophecy. Nothing is happening. How do I manifest when God speaks a prophetic word over my life. I need you to understand something, that just because God has prophesied, does not mean that you and I must be idle. I know people, who because they received a prophetic word from the Lord, they begin to say, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. Man of God, when are you marrying? I'm waiting on the Lord. Man of God, when are you going to apply for a job? God prophesied, so I am. I'm waiting on the Lord. And they wait on the Lord and nothing happens because they are waiting for something that cannot happen until they engage it. Now before I appear like I'm preaching from the Quran, let me give you scripture. Pastor Oscar, I was very shocked when I read the Bible that God sent Moses to go and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt and take them to their promised land. As I continue to read the Bible, the Bible says that when they left Egypt, on the 13th day, 
after leaving Egypt, the Bible says the food they carried from Egypt ran out. It says it ran out on the 13th day. It says on the 14th day, they cried to the Lord. They said, you want us to perish in this desert with hunger. It says, and then on the 15th day, God sent manna. I said, God, this does not make sense. You told these people you are taking them to a land flowing with milk and honey. If you are taking them to a land flowing with milk and honey, the day you brought them out, why didn't you give them manna? Why didn't you give them manna on day one? Because you are God, the provider, Jehovah Jireh, it is a prophetic word, you should have provided for them. And the Spirit of God said to me, there is no supply where there is no demand. You may have received a prophetic word from God, but listen to me, child of God, there is no supply where there is no demand. That's why Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Where there is no demand, there is no supply. If you have heard what I came to share tonight, then you know where we are going. I came to let somebody know that if you haven't prayed a prayer from January to date, I want my victory. If I didn't make a demand, I'm making it tonight, I want my victory. If I didn't make it last month, I'm making it now, I, I'm Elebo Kabashaya. There is no supply where there is no demand. So tonight, I come to make a demand. Go and read your Bible. Just because there was a prophecy doesn't mean there was supply. There has to be a demand. Tell somebody there must be a demand. Try the other one. Tell them there must be a demand. I teach this and some people have argued and they've contested me. Says, Pastor, it's not true. I said, go and try it. I tell them that God does not respond to tears. When God responds to tears, he responds with comfort. The tears of your eyes attract the comfort of God. But the demand of your prayer supplies your need. And I don't know who I came to talk to tonight. Who came and said, I came tonight for business. I didn't come to cry, I've cried enough. I didn't come to complain, I've complained enough. I didn't come to explain my situation, I've explained my situation enough. Tonight is a night of demand. I want my victory and I want it tonight in the name in the name of Jesus. I am still looking for who God sent me to talk to because somebody under the sound of my voice after you make a demand tonight I declare in the name of Jesus that your life will never be the same again that whatever others have denied you God is about to supply you in Jesus name somebody shout and say I want my victory shout like you believe it say I want my victory please be seated there is no supply where there is no demand. James chapter 5 verse 13 says, Is anyone in trouble? Let him pray. It didn't say let him cry. It says, Is anyone in trouble? James chapter 5 13. Let him what? Not cry. There. Is anyone among you what? Suffering. Let him what? Because the answer to suffering is prayer. Not tears. 
Me. The tears will attract the comfort of God. But prayer will attract the supply of God. I am so glad I'm in Jesus' revolution. I'm so glad I'm in the Joshua generation. I'm so glad I'm in a place and in an atmosphere of prayer and fire. Where someone is ready to step into the throne room of God and demand what is due to you. Beloved, watch with me and please notice. When Jesus was giving instructions to his disciples, he says, go into a city. He says, when you go into a city, you are not going there to beg. You're not going there to begin to, excuse me, sir, can I please, you know me, can I take this donkey? He says, when you get into the city, you are on assignment. When you find the donkey, loose the donkey and bring it. If anyone asks you, why are you losing the donkey? Tell them, the master has need of it. Don't start explaining stories. You know where I come from? I was speaking in tongues. Then I saw a vision. Go in and bring the donkey. Someone has caught the revelation. We are ready to go tonight. Are you with me? The Bible says, Jesus giving the instructions. Go into the city and bring out the donkey. Hi. This donkey, according to the Bible, no one had ever used it before. Nobody had ever ridden on it before. Nobody had ever used it. And Jesus says, bring it to me. You've caught the revelation. I'm thankful to God. I can see it. You've caught the revelation. Beloved, hear me and hear me very well. I've done a brief study on donkeys. Donkeys are very stubborn animals. I said donkeys are very, very stubborn animals. A, a, a donkey is not like a horse. There are two animals that were used as means of transportation. Number one was a donkey. Number two was a horse. A horse is very easy to break. It's bigger than a donkey, but very easy to break the wheel. To make a horse, I went to that place where they do horse riding. And for the first time at my age, I did horse riding. I almost took a picture and put it on Facebook. And I wanted to say, is it showing Uko that the reverend is on a, a label Kabashaya? That is it showing Uko that the reverend is on a horse? The man who was giving me instructions was very clear. He said, these are the instructions. Number one, when you kick, it will move. When you pull right, it will turn to the right. You pull left, it will turn to the left. After he feel, finished giving me instructions, he said, but I want to tell you something, sir. I said, what? He said, although I have given you these instructions, I want you to understand that this is a wild animal. Anything can happen. Hi, Jesus. I got on the donkey, I got on the horse speaking in tongues the whole time. I said, I subdue you by the blood of Jesus in the name of Makate. I spoke tongues of men and tongues of angels over the horse. The difference between a horse and a donkey is that a donkey is very stubborn. It's not easy to train. So it is almost, it is almost ridiculous. To want to ride a donkey that has never been trained to carry a person. Because a donkey requires 
serious training before you can use it. They are very stubborn animals. Number two, a donkey is a very slow animal compared to a horse. It moves very slowly. If you, are, if, you are, if you want to get somewhere quickly, don't choose a donkey. Tell your neighbor, don't choose a donkey. And I'm not talking about that guy who has been sending some things in your DM or something. No. I said, just don't choose a donkey. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because donkeys are known to be stubborn, number one. Number two, donkeys are known to be very slow. So donkeys are not the things that you should be getting on when you are late in life. When you are late in life, what you are looking for is a horse. Something with speed. Something that can take you from where you are and quickly deliver you to where you want to be. The donkey is not the choice for someone who is late. It is therefore amazing, beloved, that when Jesus is about to go into Jerusalem, Number one, he picks a very stubborn animal as his transportation to get into the city. Number two, he chooses an animal that struggles with speed. And he sits on the animal that struggles with speed. And the Bible tells us that that is his choice of transportation into Jerusalem. You guys are powerful. You are good people. I finished preaching because I think you've heard everything, even the things I haven't yet said. You've caught the revelation. My first point from the donkey is this, that while it is that it is a stubborn animal, beloved, while it is that it is a slow animal, I am asking myself, Pastor Oscar, why did they tie the donkey when the donkey is already slow? The Bible says it was tied up and yet it is a slow animal. Still haven't caught the revelation. Maybe let's help some people. The Bible says someone decided to tie the donkey down and yet the donkey is a slow animal. It is already slow. On top of being slow, you still haven't caught it. Still haven't caught it. Let's see. Let, let's see who I came to talk to. Somebody under the sound of my voice, your destiny was already behind. Your career was already running slow. You were already behind. On top of that, they had coronavirus. Co coronavirus. Was it? Wasn't it enough that you're already running behind? Wasn't it enough that your career is not in the place where it's supposed to be? On top of that, there should be a lockdown, a quarantine, a shutdown. Now, now if you want to tie down something, go and tie a horse. Because at least a horse, when you release it, it has speed. Now, the donkey is already slow. On top of being slow, you tie it down. What are you trying to achieve by tying down something that is already not? Mm. This may not be for everybody, but somebody is feeling me. You, you were already struggling with what you were getting as a pay. On top of that, they say we are going through a lockdown. As if it's not enough that you already have problems. Are you here, somebody? Why tie it down? When it is already slow, why tie me down when I'm already struggling? <laughs> it is one thing if I've got all the money in the world. But you know that you're already struggling financially. And on top of that, the devil should add a tying down. And notice what the Bible says. That the donkey was tied in a place where when you go in immediately. Is that in your Bible? It says when you enter the city, you will find it immediately. 
In other words, it is at a place where everybody can see that it is tied down. Can I preach now? Can I preach now? Holy Ghost, help us. You see, there are certain people who have problems, and their problems are private. Nobody knows the problems they are going through. But this donkey had a problem that was public. Everybody knew, number one, this donkey has not gone anywhere. It has no work experience. It has never worked for five years. It has no job. It is tied down. And everybody will walk every day and see the donkey tied, jobless, locked, and quarantined. In the same place. And the donkey would want to say, but everybody has seen the donkey. It is one thing when your problem is private. It is another when everybody knows your problem. When everybody passes by your problem every day and saying, Up to now, you haven't married. My, my sister, when are you getting? Should we introduce you to some people? It is one thing when your problem is private. It is another when your problem starts becoming public. That every person who comes in, the first thing they see is the donkey tied down. Halabakashaya. Are you here, somebody? I said, are you here, somebody? Can I talk for a few minutes? You see, why did God allow the donkey to be tied down just when you enter? May I submit to you that it was not the problem of the donkey. It was the problem of a prophecy. Pastor Oscar, please notice. Of all the donkeys that were in the city, the only one that was tied down, the Bible says is the one that had received the prophetic word that the son and the daughter of Zion shall... I wish I knew who I came to talk to on this Friday night in the name of Jesus. You see, the reason why this donkey was tied down in the entire city is because it was the only donkey with the prophetic word. Can I preach to somebody tonight? You have been asking yourself, God, why me? How come others are making it and I'm not making it? God, why me? How come others are moving forward and I'm not? God, why me? Others are getting jobs. Others are getting married. God, why me? The reason why this was the only donkey that was tied, it is because this was the donkey that carried. Hi, hi, hi. Jesus, help me tonight. I came to talk to you, my sister. The reason why you have seen so much wahala compared to your sisters is because there's a prophetic word over your life. Listen to me, my brother. You have started one business after another and every time business goes up, business goes down, you ask God, I am tithing. I'm doing everything. Why is it not working? It's because you are a carrier of a prophetic word of God in the name of Jesus. Hi, Jesus. Please put for me Habakkuk chapter 2. Please put Habakkuk chapter 2 for me. Let's start from verse 1. We read it together. This is the anatomy of a prophetic word. Number one, it says, I will what? I will stand my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will what? And what answer I am to give to what? 
Don't move, stay there. What the writer is saying, he's saying, I'm in a situation. I'm in a position. But I've decided that I'm going to use this position as a position of prayer. I'm going to use this place as a position of intercession. I'm going to use this position as an, a, a position of growing in my spirituality, growing in my faith, growing. Let's see if I can demonstrate this. You see, they thought they were tying the donkey down, but what they did not realize is that they were, they were helping the donkey to grow. Okay, let's see if I can help some people. Uh, Pastor Oscar, pray for me. I recently started gym and I got a trainer, pray for me. Those things are tough. Those things are tough, Pastor Oscar. Sometimes you want to start rebuking and you ask yourself, what am I rebuking? When I'm the one who is lifting the thing, pulling the thing. But one of the things the trainer showed me is this, that your muscle will not grow unless the thing that you are pulling against or pushing against is stronger than you. Still haven't caught it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see who I came to talk to. Let's see who I came to preach to tonight. The, the trainer said to me, if you really want to gain muscle, if you really want to build capacity, don't go for the easy things because the easy things are not doing anything against you. He says, pick something that is heavy, that is difficult because the one you push that is stronger than you is actually helping you. Somebody has caught what I'm talking about. What that means is that when the donkey was tied up, one time it would want to go and get married and something would pull it back. But the more it pulled, the stronger it became. Can I talk to somebody? One time the donkey saw somebody pass, it wanted to follow, but something pulled it back as it was being pulled against a stronger force. It was growing. In case you haven't heard what I'm trying to say, let me say it in plain English. Whatever trial you have gone through was not to break you, was to make you stronger and prepare you for death. Hey! And prepare you for what God has for you in this season. So everybody passes by the donkey and laughs at the donkey they don't know that the donkey is growing everybody passes by the donkey and saying what they don't know is that the donkey is growing in capacity the donkey is growing in strength the donkey is growing in understanding the donkey is growing in wisdom i wish i knew who i came to preach to while others think that nothing is happening but god is doing something on the inside of you you are growing you are becoming stronger you are becoming wiser you are becoming more intelligent you are becoming more prepared everybody thinks you are single no you are prepared you're not single you are just being prepared God is using this season to build you up for the place of destiny I wish I knew who I came to talk to on this Friday night somebody shout I am prepared hey that's why when Jesus sat on the donkey the donkey did not fall Although it had never carried someone, every time he tried to move, it was Jim preparing for someone to sit on me. Every time it wanted to move and they pulled it back, it looked like it was on lockdown. It was Jim preparing for what God was about to do. I came to let somebody know it is not bondage. It is preparation in the Elebo Kabashaya. Hey! I know the devil has been saying you are delayed, you are late, you are not delayed, you are just being prepared. I hope you've caught what we are saying and hopefully that I can go home and leave some people 
where they need to be. Somebody shout, I want my victory. Somebody say, I want my victory. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 25. Is that Matthew 25? The Bible tells us 21. It says in verse 4, all this was done that it might be fulfilled. Matthew chapter 21 verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled. What was spoken through who? Ah, what was spoken through who? Verse 5, it says, what was the prophecy? The prophecy was, say to daughter of Zion, see, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, on a coat, on the fowl. When the devil heard the prophecy, he started looking for the donkey. Still haven't caught it. Let's see if we can come. There were many donkeys in Jerusalem or in Bethany, in whatever that place is. But when the devil discovered the donkey that carried the prophetic word, he left all the other donkeys. The one with the prophecy was tied up. Somebody has got the revelation. I said somebody has heard the word of God. And because there was a prophecy, it is the prophecy that caused the donkey to be attacked. I don't know about you, but I am blessed in my life. I am blessed to have a prophet in my life. What other prophets were saying 2020 shall be a great year. My prophet said. I, I don't know about you. But I am blessed to have a prophet in my life. My father in the faith. And even when he gave the prophetic word. I said sir. I, with all respect. I am comfortable with the victory part of this prophetic word. What I am struggling with is the perseverance part. I said, sir, couldn't you just have said it's a year of victory? Why did you have to add and say it's a year of victory through? I don't know about your prophet, but my prophet said, because when I prayed to God, he told me that it was going to be a very tough year. And that although it's going to be a tough year, all that we must do is persevere and we shall have the Hey, Jesus. After I saw what happened in 2020 coronavirus, I asked myself, these prophets, who are they listening to? Because I can tell mine listens to God. Don't know about yours, but my father in the faith, I know he hears God. Because every other prophet declared, this is the year of increase, this is the year of shanshani. He's, he, he is the only one that said, it is the year of... And when the year started manifesting, coronavirus came, we saw the impact. I said, dad, you are a man, I mean, dad, you, dad, you are a man of God. I said, I'm thankful to God for the opportunity and privilege that I submit to you. Because what my life would have become if I was submitting to those other prophets? I've gone from January to December. I've looked throughout 20 days. It's going to be a great, 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 great. I said, thank you for my prophet who sees in the spirit and speaks the truth. And that when it happens, we are able to tell that that was a word from the Lord. Are you here, somebody? 
Hi. Come on, you can do that, yes. Hallelujah. Hey. Jesus. Tell somebody, I want my victory. Wrong neighbor, tell the other one, I want my victory. You will notice with me, the Bible says that when they went, they loosed it and they took it to Jesus. It says that when they went, they took it and they brought it to Jesus. Are you here, somebody? Maybe, maybe, maybe we should become Pentecostals for a few minutes. I'm trying to behave myself, Pastor Benjamin, but I'm not sure if people will understand me. Uh, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been trying to behave like a Baptist. Maybe I should just be pent. You see, in other places, they will explain the theology and the philosophy behind the word bondage. They will explain what it means to be tied down. They'll explain to you and tell you that when it is tied, is it around the neck or the leg or the foot? Is the, where is the donkey? And they'll get philosophical and intellectual and begin to say, where was the donkey tied? Is it the ear? Is it the neck? Is it the leg where the donkey was tied? And what kind of rope did they use? Is it a thick rope, a small rope, a twine rope, three twine? And they begin to try and explain what kind of rope tied the donkey down. Now me as a painter, Pastor Oscar as a painter, I say whatever powers... Tied the donkey down in the Elebo Kabashaya. In the hey. I don't care the size of the rope. I don't care whether it is the neck, the leg. Whatever powers tied the donkey. Loose the donkey now. In the name of What is my business whether it is the leg? What is my business whether it is the leg? For me, whatever powers are tying my donkey, loose the donkey loose now. Hey. Forgive me, I'm pente. Proudly so, because we get the job done. While you're arguing whether it is the neck, the leg, loose the donkey in Jesus' name. In case you haven't heard me, whatever is tying your victory tonight, in the name of Jesus, loose your victory. Yes, somebody shout, I want my victory. Shout like you believe it, say, I want my victory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, somebody say, I want my victory. Say, devil, say, devil, lose my victory and lose my victory tonight. Somebody shout, yeah. You'll explain tomorrow how thick the rope was, how long the rope was. That's your business. For me, if you have tied my victory, I want my victory tonight. Lose my victory tonight. Let go of my victory tonight. In the name of Jehelebokabashalabakai. I'm in Habakkuk chapter 2, beloved. Let's not get lost. Let's go to verse 2. The Bible tells us that a donkey is a very small animal. Please be seated. The Bible tells us that the donkey is a very small animal. Go to verse 2 for me, please. But Habakkuk tells us that when you go and seek for a prophetic word, listen to what the prophetic word of the Lord says. He says, and the Lord said, write the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that the herald may what? So that the herald may what? 
I thought I had Pentecostals in here. I didn't know that I had recruited a few Baptists. Let's see. Let's see. I, I thought that by reading this scripture, you would have understood. You see, I'll come and get you. You see, beloved, a donkey is a symbol of transportation. If you're going somewhere, what you need to take you from point A to point B is either a horse or a donkey. It's an instrument of transportation. Somebody say, I hear you. Therefore, when a donkey is tied down, the prophetic meaning is that whatever is supposed to take you from point A to point B is tied down. Whatever is supposed to deliver you into your promise, whatever is supposed to deliver you into your prophetic word, whatever is supposed to deliver you into your prophetic destiny, the transportation, the mobility is tied down. There are people under the sound of my voice. An uncle promised you money for school, but all of a sudden he told you, I cannot pay your school because of coronavirus. The donkey has been. You are here. You wanted to go there. But the instrument of mobility is tied down. There are people here. You made New Year's resolutions and goals. You said where I am in January is not where I will be in December. But when you look at your life, instead of moving forward, you are actually moving backwards. The instrument of your transportation has been tied down. I don't know about you but I know the word of God it says we move from glory from faith it says that we are not stagnant we're a people of progress and movement and mobility that's why the Bible tells us in Habakkuk chapter 2 says when he reads he will not walk pastor Oscar he will not crawl the Bible says he will Let me see who I came to preach to. The other people, their 2020 has not been so bad. They can afford to take a straw. But there's somebody under the sound of my voice that your 2020 has been a mess. Therefore, this is your message. Because between now and the end of the year, whatever was not moving cannot begin to move at the pace of a donkey although it is a donkey if you you need it to move at another level at another speed it's not time to walk it's not time to crawl it's time to run hey. i speak to your destiny it's time for your destiny to run i speak to your gift i declare to your gift it's time for your gift to run may i prophesy to elebo commander gashabakaya it's time for your career. Yeah, 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 yeah. One woman came to me. She was in her 40s and said, Pastor, people are talking. I said, What are they saying? They're saying, I've met this man and we are moving things too fast. I said, What did they want you to do when you have been all these years single? What should you be waiting for? I don't know who I came to talk to. What are you waiting for for your dream? What are you waiting for for your vision? What are you waiting for for your business? What are you waiting to? It's time for you to ride. With Jesus, help me tonight. With all the delay you have suffered, with all the lockdown you have experienced, with all the quarantine you have experienced, what else do you want? It's time to ride. 
Hey! Somebody shout run! Somebody shout run! Somebody shout run! Hey! Makata kalabakashabakaya. The Bible says, if two of you shall agree concerning anything on earth, it shall be agreed in heaven. Tonight, I sponsor myself. I appoint myself as your prayer partner. The two of us are agreeing tonight that it is your season for your dream to rise. Hey. Come on, tell your neighbor I'm running. Wrong neighbor, try the other neighbor, tell them I'm running. My dream is running. My vision is running. My finances are running. My career is running. My vision is running. My gift is running. Somebody shout run. Yeah. Somebody shout run. Can I become Pentecostal? Can I do Pentecostal just for a few minutes, Pastor Oscar? I don't care which side of the family, whether your father's side, whether your mother's side, but any force that has been is responsible for your delay, catch fire tonight, catch fire tonight, catch fire tonight. I don't care whether they hired a witch doctor from Malawi tonight, catch fire. I said be broken tonight in the name of Jesus somebody shout I want my victory I don't know about you but me I'm receiving my victory tonight I said I'm receiving my victory tonight devil whatever force whatever power wherever it's coming from catch fire tonight because tonight I want my victory in the name of Jesus you will notice with me beloved the Bible says that when they loosed the donkey they brought it to Jesus and when they brought it to Jesus without training without lessons when Jesus sat on it the Bible says it obeyed Jesus and walked straight into the city. He says that it was walking. Jotan, bring me your girl. Come here. The Bible says as it was walking, men took off their jackets. Give me your jacket. Now, I don't know if you've watched sports like golf. Amen. There are certain sports that when you win, one of the things they give you is a mantle. Granted, what they call it? The masters, the green jacket. So when you have worn... They put the mantle because you have won. There are certain sports that when you win, other than just giving you a trophy, there's a particular cloak like you're Superman and they put it on you to show that you have won. Those of you that have graduated university, you know that graduation comes with a, with a gown. You've caught the revelation. Jotam, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to use you, but please help me, help me, help me. I want you to see something. The Bible says the people... We are putting their cloaks, their gowns, their graduation to Jesus. Makala bakata pala bakasha mandagala bagazaya. 
I don't know who I came to preach to tonight, but someone you're about to be celebrated, someone you're about to be lifted and elevated. I came to declare that it is your season for your victory in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, Yeah! The people thought that they were blessing Jesus. But as they were blessing Jesus, they were blessing the donkey as well. I wish I knew who I came to talk to tonight. I wish I knew who I came to preach to tonight. You see, no one can see Jesus face to face like you and I. But as they are blessing Jesus, it is not Jesus they are blessing. It is the donkey that they are blessing. This is one donkey that is very blessed because whatever they do for Jesus, they must also do for the donkey. Wherever Jesus goes, the donkey goes. Whatever Jesus enjoys, the donkey must enjoy. I wish I knew who I came to preach to. You see, the day you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, wherever Jesus goes, you are going. Whatever doors open for Jesus, they must open for you as well. And they put their cloaks for Jesus. But it is not just Jesus who's walking on the cloaks. Even the donkey is enjoying the cloaks too. May you enjoy the graduation as you are enjoying the blessing of God. Somebody shout and say, it's my victory. Shout like you believe it, say, it's my victory. It's my season for my victory. Come on, say, devil, I want my victory. I want it now. I don't know why God does this. I do not know. When we get to heaven, I hope I can ask. But Pastor Oscar, I've noticed that sometimes God will leave things last. Last, 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 last. I'd been single for a very long time. Pray for me. I was single for a very long time. One year I prayed to God. I said, God, this year must not end. Something must happen. Pastor Oscar, the whole year went. On the last Sunday, the 30th of December, is the day I met the current wife, my wife. I met her on the 30th of December. I was almost saying, God, look, the year has finished. The months have finished. Even December is finished. On the 30th, not the 30th. He gave me one more day. At least it was on the 30th, so I had 31st as well. I met my, the, my wife. Then she was not my wife. But I met her for the first time on the 30th of December. And immediately I knew this is the one. I don't know why God waits until the last minute before he loses the donkey to let the donkey tell somebody my blessing is still coming tell somebody my victory is still coming tell somebody my prophecy will manifest tell somebody it's not too late god can still do it for me in the name of jesus yeah 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 
if this year should decide to end without my victory, I pray the prayer of Joshua. Yes, 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 yes. I command the sun to stand still until I get my yeah. until I get my victory. The sun must stand still because this is my year for victory. I don't know about you, but when I was in grade two, I was taught a lot of nonsense. At, uh, you write uh, 221 minus uh, 14. If you say one uh, minus two, you will take one, you carry one, and you leave one, and you carry. You are carrying, and you are leaving, and you are borrowing, and you are. Listen to me. I am not carrying anything into 2021 that should be in 2020. Yeah. If victory is for 2020, I want victory in 2020. I'm not carrying into 20. It's for. I'm not carrying anything into next year. It must happen this. Where is the person taking pictures? Ah, continue playing, don't stop. Take pictures. Take picture, take picture, take picture now. Now, now, now. Yes. No, no, some of you have not caught the prophetic word. I was not doing that just to show off. No. I want him to take a picture of my victory in 2020. Tell somebody my victory is in the picture. Wrong neighbor, try the other neighbor, tell them my victory is in the picture. Come and find somebody, a prophesy. He said, my victory is still in the picture. There are people who have written you off. There are people that have declared it won't happen for you. I came to announce your victory is still in the it's still in the picture. I said it's still in the picture. I said it's still in the picture. While others are saying, uh, maybe just start preparing for 2021, you prepare for me. My victory is still, it's still in the picture. I said it's still in the picture. With permission from the pastor, with permission from the pastor, I want you to take out your phone if it has got a good camera. Take it out now. Take it out now. Take it out. Hey, take a good selfie and post it and declare my victory is still in the picture. Yes, this same year. Yes, in the next 12 days. Yes, this same weekend. My victory is still in the picture. Thank you, Jotam. I'll be done just now. Just wait for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the picture. I said it's in the picture. Don't write, don't write me off yet. It's still in the picture. Don't write my dream off yet. 
It's still in the picture. Don't write my promise yet. It's still in the picture. Don't write my promise off yet. It's still in the picture. Don't write off my job. It's still in the picture. Don't write off my relationship. It's in the, it's in the picture. Don't go to the Baptist, stay with the Pentecostals. Stay with the Pentecostals. I can imagine, beloved, that as the donkey was carrying Jesus and was going into the city, many people probably did not realize that this is the same donkey they had walked past so many times. They didn't realize this is the same donkey they had gossiped about. But now it is going carrying the king of kings. I can almost imagine one of the disciples says, Ah, Vajiza, Vajiza, I want to take that picture so that I can put on Facebook to say, Is it showing Uko that my king is on a donkey? Is it, is it showing Uko that my king is on a And so Jesus sits on the donkey and he says, take the picture so that it can show that my king is on the... And after they take that picture, I say, ah, can I have a selfie with you, Jesus? He says, come, come, come and take a picture with Jesus. You caught it. You caught it. You caught it. My sister, come. My brother, come. Come. Take a picture of us. Pastor Oscar, people have not caught the revelation. They have not caught the revelation. The revelation is this. That while they were trying to get selfies with Jesus, the donkey is also in the picture. You, you want to, <laughs> Jesus help me, you want to shine with Jesus. You can't shine with Jesus and leave the donkey out of there. Tell somebody I'm in the picture. Shout and say I'm in the picture. Say 2020, 2020, I'm in the picture. My victory is in the picture. My dream is in the picture. Now somebody shout yeah. Time is gone. I need to take my seat. But I pray for you that I refuse for you to be refused. I declare over you that I deny for you to be denied. In the name of Jesus, this is the year of your victory. You have persevered. You've gone through everything. Coronavirus, quarantine, lockdown, testing, COVID. Now it's time for your victory. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, yeah.
don't care whether they said you are just a slow starter, slow finisher. This year it must happen in Jesus' name. I was told that in December and Christmas period, a lot of relations break up. I declare it shall not be your portion in the name of Jesus. What happens to others shall not happen to you in the name of Jesus. When others are going down, you, you will go. Hey. Shout, this is my season for my victory. Shout like you're a believer, it's my season. I agree with you, I lose your victory tonight. I say I lose your victory tonight. I lose your victory tonight. I lose your victory tonight. In the name of Jesus. Somebody celebrate like it is your victory. Celebrate like it is your victory. Celebrate like it is your victory. Shout! Yeah, yeah. Give it up to Jesus. Celebrate your victory. Celebrate your victory. I want my victory and I want it now. Listen. One of the things Reverend said is your tears will only attract God's comfort. But prayer will attract God's provision. We're about to close and our time is up. But I want you for the next two, three minutes to lift your voice with every aggression in you and begin to claim your victory. Begin to declare, I want my victory and I want it now. Lift your voice and begin to pray right where you are. Only you understand what you have been through. Only you understand what you have endured. Come on, for the next one minute, lift your voice in the most aggressive way and begin to claim your victory. Begin to call forth your victory. Begin to declare you are still on God's agenda. You are still in the picture of victory. Hila raba shetebebosh Himraka tayala rababosh Listen this is a good place to call forth your victory The heavens are open The atmosphere is steered Whatever your victory need is Lift your voice and claim it now
Come on, pray in the spirit. Activate your victory. What must be loosed must be loosed. What must be released must be released. What must be untied will be untied. your spiritual authority and claim it. Prophesy over your victory. Every promise must be fulfilled. Every promise of victory must be fulfilled. There shall be no more delay. It can't be otherwise. You are a candidate of victory. You are marked for victory. Every promise of victory that was your portion in 2020 is locating you right now where you are. Everybody lift your hands to the heavens in this atmosphere. I need you to go out tonight knowing that you are still on God's agenda. Nothing has delayed. You have not been forgotten. Your portion of victory is coming. And I can tell you in this atmosphere the Lord has released grace for you to run what you couldn't do in January to November in the remaining days of December may the Lord supernaturally undertake for you whatever must locate you may it begin to locate you right now before you even walk out of this place Lift those hands to the heavens. The power of God is about to hit a number of you right now. And you are receiving your portion of victory supernaturally. From the left to the right, the back to the front. Whoever has needs for victory, begin to receive right now in the name of Jesus. Let there be encounters of victory. That as you lift those hands, 
Whatever breakthrough must be released to you is being released right now. Everything that seemed to delay in your life is being accelerated right now. Where the enemy held you in bondage and captivity, you are loosed and released right now. No devil can stop you anymore. It's coming, it's locating you. Number of you are coming under the power of God. There's an encounter of victory coming over your life right now. I pray that you not miss this visitation in this moment. Receive your portion in the name of Jesus. Oh, I wish somebody was hungry for their victory and determined that I'm not walking out of this service without my testimony. I can tell you as many of you that are hungry, you are receiving your testimony right now. You are not waiting for day two of the summit. You are not waiting for the last day of the summit. It is here right now. Your portion and your testimony is here right now. Receive it all across this building. Those that are online, receive it in the name of Jesus. It cannot be otherwise. Shala Rabas. Shiba Bebos. Father, we thank you for the first night of this summit. We thank you for the grace that has been released for acceleration. That in the season of victory, we will run. Declare that, Lord, may you perfect everything that concerns your people in as far as their testimony of victory is concerned. Pray now for your man servant, Reverend Bruce. Father, may you refresh him and cause that you encounter victory on every side. That in as much as you've used him to pour out your people, may you pour into him victory upon victory, blessing upon blessing, breakthrough upon breakthrough, speed upon speed. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and call it done tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.